Radio Free Cybertron. Transformers. Rewind. Transformers Rewind Battle Protocol. Battle Protocol activating now. On September 8, 2001, a giant robot hand crashed through a skyscraper in New York City, which pretty well sums up how well Battle Protocol fares in general. The greatest danger to the planet Earth is the inefficient and improper use of energy. Megatron kidnaps Dr. Onishi, a renowned scientist in the fields of archaeology and energy research, which go so naturally together. This leads to Onishi's son, Koji, who is being stalked by Optimus Prime and serves to introduce us to the Transformers. Where is this guy? Prime take Koji to New York, still under attack by evil alien robots, because that's exactly the right thing to do. But despite Optimus and several of his Autobots battling their Predacon opposite numbers, Megatron still gets away with Dr. Onishi. <laughs> you seem a little rusty, Optimus. Uh, can't let him win. Got to help Koji's father. And that basically is everything that happened in the episode. My power is greater than you can imagine. Either do as you're told or suffer the consequences. A taste of my sonic pain waves should convince you. This is merely a small sample of the punishment I can inflict. That's all you need to know. That's it. That was great. All right, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It really won't get any better from there. Um. (laughs) Well, okay, I mean... That's the minutes of the episode, and to fill in in between those points, apply a below-average Digimon dub to it. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that are kind of like, well, couldn't he just go to New York and rescue Koji's dad without actually having to take him to the middle of the fight? No. Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, you, you put him in more danger than what you expected to. Oh, come on now, you're Did trying Megat- to protect him, but yeah, you're putting him right in the middle of the danger. What is going how, on with this? How long? Maybe if they put a barrier shield around. Yes. Him, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> two things, like the two big things that roll my eyes. Of course, they had to have like the, you know, the power up attacks and stuff in this. And of course, one thing that bothered me is, we. I mean. If anything, the good the thing that got established that became long coming out of became long running and something that we're still using in Prime is this idea of a sort of teleportation bridge between you know in Prime it's used between different points of Earth it's used the same way in um, RID but of course they called it the global space bridge global 
It's global, space. yeah. Space. And they, they showed a nice picture of the globe and how right. somehow it goes underneath the Earth's crust and there's a little blinking light. Right. See, <laughs> oh, yeah, in a way, it's better than how it was portrayed in Car Robots where they just have a network of tunnels under the ground and somehow, you know, traveling through straight through the Earth from Japan to New York will only take a few minutes even though it would take, you know, it would still take a couple hours. of hours. It would take hours and hours by plane and, you know, days by land and sea. Right. Mm-hmm. At least eight. Seven but or eight at hours. At least they try, to, they try to pseudoscience it up a little bit to make that part seem a little less stupid. Yeah. They... <laughs> <laughs> the, but one of the worst power-ups is Prowl. Of course, you know, the cars, the vehicles for this toy line were... I mean, they definitely used some of the stuff that they had been... Because they up to this point, they'd been making animals. So, yeah. you know, making that quick switch from animals to cars, I think, was a little bit odd for them because they're used to using ball joints and things. And so you yeah, see and, that and in you these toys. in the first three cars that they're still in the Beast Wars Neo mindset with how they're designing this stuff. Later stuff evened it out a lot more, and the toys are generally better for it. But yeah, I mean, the the Autobot brothers are really solid in that mindset. They're a mess. So Prowl ends up with, like, the big back end of the Diablo, you know, on the back of it, on his arm. Mm. And so he he calls it, but in the show he calls it a barrier shield. <laughs> what a barrier shield! Uh it's just oh wow. I mean, that's one of those it's things. It's a barrier that shields. It's a barrier that shields. <laughs> it's a blocking. It's a blocking protector. Yep. Um, yep. It's a it's a guarding. Protect, yeah, oh god. Anyway, it's just there's just so many things that are like that that just make no sense. Uh, I mean, they make sense, but you're just like, really? That was the best you could come up with? A barrier shield? You're not even trying. Yeah, you know, I have to say, 20, a 22 year old Rob and 33 year old Rob are really at odds about this episode because 22 year old Rob, I remember being, oh wow, this is so anime. And 33 year old Rob is, oh wow, this is so. <laughs> uh, yeah so amy this was new to you though what did what did you think um yeah i because when i first saw it and i i okay because i wasn't quite sure where it was set so i went and did a little bit of googling search on this one because i thought okay wow this is okay where did this take place and because they didn't have the whole decepticon thing it was all predacons i thought okay that sounds like beast wars because up till now i've seen g1 beast wars animated and Prime, I haven't and, and Rescue Bots. I haven't seen I haven't seen Robots in Disguise, um, Armada, Energon, any of those ones yet. Um, so I thought, okay, where is this set? And pretty much this is before Armada and Cybertron and Energon. And I was like, okay, and it's after Beast Wars. So I thought, okay, it, it almost my vo- the, what, the what what I took away from it was it seems like it's a mishmash up of a lot of things that were going on at the time. <laughs> well, and it really is, and that's a, yeah. that is an aspect of how the toy line was designed, where Takara took a lot of pre-existing toys, especially from uh, the tail end of American Beast Wars, and basically recolored some and repackaged to make the whole the toy line as we got it um there were predacons in the u.s they were called Destrongers in japan which is a little bit different from the Destrons that japanese beast wars used and 
you know, there were so few new molds in the car robots line and Hasbro had to really expand and pull in even more old stuff when they made yeah. robots in the sky. So that's it, it a serious I mis- mean, mission. If you look stuff. at, if you look at like just the initial part of the series, really the only new molds are prime, the cars and Megatron. Yeah. Um, everything else is a repaint. I mean, even when you get to the point of getting, when the Decepticons are introduced later so in the those series, are all those are well. all repaints. Ruination is, is just Bruticus. Um, the, um, what they called him scourge in the U S but it was basically like a nemesis black prime convoy. black convoy, um, is laser prime from G two. I mean, there are a ton of recolors in this series and trying to place it into a continuity is really, this was the first, I mean, this was a landmark in the respect that for the yeah. television series, this is the first time that we are in a whole new world, you know, mm-hmm. beast wars and beast machines kind of did a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. This was part of the, G1 animated series, even though it had at times more in common with the comics. But this is the first time we're really introducing this is an alternate Transformers reality. Right. And, and so it is landmark in that respect. The other thing that so, I thought was kind of interesting about it, um, I kind of looked at it and thought, wow, okay, so this, is, this was done by the Japanese, and I thought, it's almost like a, an interesting look into what they view Transformers as, as opposed to how the Western area kind of view it, because it, it almost feels in, in in some respects a little off. Because again, because of the whole mishmash of throwing everything together, and hey, we're just gonna see how this works. And you know, so I I was kind of thrown by it, but at the same time, now that you guys are talking about how it's this, they were actually this is an alternate version of. I'm like, oh well, that makes complete and total sense then. <laughs> So, Amy, does this make you want to watch any more of Robots in Disguise? Um, and no one I, will blame you if you say no. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I almost want to just continue to watch a little bit just to see how much different it gets. Because, you know, obvious, you know. <laughs> different you guys are like, different is a good word yourself. to use. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Because I've, I've always wanted to watch Armada and Energon and all that afterwards. And I thought, well, how much of an effect does this have on the rest of the stuff that followed it? Um, We're going to get an Energon episode in one of these rewinds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's the thing. is Robots in Disguise becomes its own contained series, then you have the Unicron trilogy, which is its own sort of contained series. Which isn't even meant to be its own contained series, but um, <laughs> Cybertron was, was sort of... There was a time where that was all the Transformers you guys were getting, so it's like, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. hey, you know, yeah. let's well, go through I, the pain I think that's a good point. Like. <laughs> I think that's a good point to remember, too, which, you know, in uh, 2001, this was a brand new thing. It was a completely new universe, like we were talking about, and... Everybody seemed to be a lot more in favor of it at the time than it's working out going back to it now. Well, think about it too. If, if you well, if you think about, I mean, again, this is another one of those times where it's good to kind of go back and think about it in terms of context because what we had preceding it was Beast Machines, and even though that's a series that now is considered to be really good, at the time it was panned. So right. this idea of going to a whole new series and it's cell animated, you know, it had a lot of anticipation built up around it. That hasn't lasted. I think Rid is, is I think, probably widely considered at least equal to, if not worse than, the Unicron trilogy. <laughs> and, um, well, and the point I'm trying to reach with that is 
in a lot of ways, to enjoy Rid, I think you had to be there. 